Undercover Carson, secret agent. Operation Death Ray, an assignment in Rio. time had come when undercover Carson might need to cover up for a bad mistake. The search for the death ray, as I saw it, led across the Andes of South America to Peru. Our second scientist, Anton Zorowski, the Pole with the Scotch accent, had vanished immediately after I'd run him down. And at the same time, one of our gorgeous suspects, Hetty Fitzhenry, the red-headed American bird painter, had decided to slip off to Peru. She was supposed to be on the track of the giant King Condor giant bird of the mountain heights. But I imagined another bird, possibly Zorowski. And so the all-knowing Carson had fallen back on one of his vaunted hobbies again. Bird watching this time. I too was going to search out the giant king condor. In Lima, Peru, I found Hetty at her hotel and told her what a bold young fellow I'd been. But the faithful Angelo called me out of the lounge. A message arrived by telegraph from Rio. It was from his master, Sir Giles Davenport. Senor Carson, do I follow the meaning of this message correctly? Oh, I'll read it again, old chap. Angelo's relatives regretfully report Polish bird found dead just outside Rio. Hmm. Davenport. And the Polish bird is this Zorowski? So. It would appear, Senor, that the Senorita has lured us to this city in order that her associates might not be hampered with their evil intentions in Rio Janeiro. Hmm. There's his first. By now, you must be convinced that she is a senorita given to great treachery. Not entirely, I'm afraid. But she has lured you here while the one we seek is all the time in Rio Janeiro. My relatives watch for him and make their reports to His Excellency. While we are deceived, perhaps his information is forced upon him. Perhaps our rivals steal upon us another march. That he should be dead is blow enough to our cause. Mm, true. Then be warned, senor. Yes, I am. Senor. In our direction, she throws a mocking smile. Yes, watching that out of the corner of her eye. Mm, secretly, she gloats, perhaps. Well, I doesn't know about the message, you know. It would not surprise me that she guessed the reason for our dismay. I trust I'm not showing it. No, 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 senor. But you will be seeking some answer to why I should call you from our company? If she'd asked me that. Well, uh, always got ready excuse. Hmm? And that, senor? Well, old chap, I'm supposed to be the representative of the British meat importing firm. I'll say it's a stiff wire from the Rio headquarters. Stiff wire, senor? Oh, you know, calling fellow to order for walking out as I did. Ah, indeed, indeed, senor. That's over there. We'll have to get back to the scene of things. Best you make immediate arrangements for our return. At once, senor, at once. Meanwhile, I'll slip back to my drink and Miss Fitzhenry. Hate having to tell her the bird watching's all off, but the more important things on hand. Much, much more important. Six European scientists had come to South America, scattered, vanished more or less, taking with them the various parts of the secret of a death ray. We'd met up with two. The first was a raving lunatic. The second was lying low in Rio as a consulting engineer. Now, according to the message from my Rio contact, Sir Giles Davenport, he was dead. The opposition was busy and ruthless. But it seemed hard to imagine Hetty as part of it. 
Bruce. Well, what was that all about, for heaven's sake? Been found out, I'm afraid. Yeah? The company doesn't approve. Say that again. Company. You know, meat importing outfit I work for. <laughs> you say you work for. <laughs> well, how can a fellow work with gorgeous creatures like you luring him away? Uh-uh. At it again. How so? Sometimes I reckon you ought to be called Sidestep Carson instead of the old staccato. <laughs> True enough. Listen, brother. I didn't hear anything. But a couple of glances were enough to tell me that you and the doleful retainer were cooking up something. Angela? Yeah, Man Friday. Well, fact is, Hetty, he had a wire for me from Rhea. From the company, huh? Hmm, so. As saying, uh, they don't approve. That's of my uh, current jaunt. Oh, and how did they know you were here? Well, uh, told him where I was going. Said for a spot of bird watching. Howsoever. All uh, right. What's coming now? Stiff wire, you know. Yeah? Mm. Afraid I'll have to call the whole thing off. Oh, doggone you, Bruce Carson. Just when I figure I've got you more or less to myself, you go and wiggle out of it. Oh, Hetty, my dear. Fact is, the um, company can't be ignored entirely. Duty calls. Must return post-haste to rear. Mm, this just doesn't add up. No? Look, Bruce, I figure you like a straight shooter. You do? Fact. Well, I guess I'm the kind that can't go thinking things. i got to blabber it all out. Just like I keep blabbering how you keep me awake at nights. <laughs> I'm the kind that blabbers everything I think. And I'm thinking right now, Bruce, that you only dropped in here at Lima just to see what I was doing. Hmm, but I, I knew what you were doing. Dear old school chum Roger Deville told me you were over here for a spot of bird painting. And being the bird watcher that I am, interest aroused, impetuously decided to follow. But... <clears throat> Alas, the company insists otherwise. Mm, Bruce Carson, those pipes you keep in your mouth, they're mighty handy. How so? Well, if you can't keep a straight face, the pipe kind of act as a camouflage. I've <laughs> <laughs> never used them for that purpose. I figure otherwise. And I figure you dropped over here to check on me. But uh, why check on you? Well, I'd like to think it was jealousy. Could be. Ah, uh, you lie in your teeth, brother. <laughs> <laughs> pipe. Okay. Have it your own way. But that's how I see it. Hetty, you disturb me. Oh, I'm doing my best. Well, honestly, though, what gives you this extraordinary idea? All right. Here goes Blabber Fitzhenry taking the plunge again. I kind of sensed something fishy when you arrived with Man Friday. What's so unusual about that? I don't know. I'm asking you. Oh, Angelo acts as personal aid, you know. Unusual. Unusual? Mm. I'm joining the staccato act. <laughs> <laughs> But why unusual? Well, doesn't he belong to that titled character? Sir Charles Davenport? Uh-huh. Oh, sir, he does. Well, where's the tie-up? What's the tie-up? Oh, Sir Giles, friend of folks in England. Also has interests in meat business, you know. Insists that Angela looks after me. Seeing I'm more or less stranger in these parts. Mm, I'm a stranger too, Bruce, but I don't need any man Friday. <laughs> but someday, some lucky fellow... Lay will... off the sidestepping. <laughs> Though I guess that's what I've got in mind for you. And maybe it's because you make me feel so darn frustrated that I get around to suspecting you. Maybe that's all of it. Oh, of course, my dear. Well, let's polish off these drinks before all the ice melts. Okay, Bruce. Cheers. Cheers. To blazes with everything. Ah. Mmm, delightful concoction. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe. Rare drink, this. I don't mean the drink. Then, uh, I'm back on that wire again. Oh, telegraph message. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I thought we'd dropped all this. Or did you hope 
We dropped it. Listen, Hetty, aren't we making too much of a fuss over nothing? I'm guided by my intuition, Bruce. I'm no psychological giant. I'm just a pretty open-hearted kind of gal with a talent for painting, I guess. But something tells me this snap visit of yours is fishy. Why come all this way just to buy a gal a couple of drinks? Well, but I had every intention of going up into the Andes and tracking down the King Condor. But that wire came, the company's wire. Carson's a naughty boy. He's got to report back. Exactly. Sums up position perfectly. Okay. Have it your own way. But like I said, I'm guided by my intuition. Ah, but Hetty's scientific investigation proves a woman's intuition not 100% reliable. I won't argue that. But I'll stake mine on one thing, Bruce. And that? There's more to your presence in South America than the meat importing business. Well, my hobbies, you know. Pipes, ancient weapons, bird watching. Could be those. Or it could be another hobby. What other? I don't know. But I'm hoping to find out. And why find out? Well, I I guess I'm kind of stuck on a guy called Carson. Believe me, you old side-stepping staccato so-and-so. That's all it is. But was that all? Baffling creature, Hetty. Once those big green eyes got to work on a fellow... He felt a rotter for having the faintest suspicions about her. And so I left her in Lima to continue with her alleged plans to go up into the Andes and track down the giant king condor and paint it. On the long journey back to Rio, it took all Angelo's dark persuasion to make me as much as entertain the possibility that Hetty Fitzhenry was involved with our rival agents. But as Sir Giles kept saying when I reached his Copacabana apartment... Perhaps the young woman is innocent of all conniving Carson. Perhaps... But the fact remains that through her you were lured away when your presence in Rio might well have been of great importance to our cause. Excellency, this is what I insist upon telling, Senor Carson. Sir, for, uh, what was it, 2,000 miles? Uh, with all due respect, Senor. No, don't worry, old chap. Dare say I'm easily blinded by feminine charms. Need a standby like self to remind me of the wilds. The wilds of the gentler sex, Carson, have been a vital factor in espionage down through the ages. Mm, it's true, Sir Giles. Anyway, to get back to what happened to this unfortunate Zorovsky. Oh, yes. One of Angelo's relatives was keeping an eye on him. They tracked him down, you know, shortly after you left. Well, the poor fellow was given little chance of talking. I, uh, I have a large portion of the murder weapon. The other six inches remained in Zorovsky's back. An error? Excellency. Your relative handed it to me, Angelo. But this is not the first time that such an arrow has been used. Oh, just what I was thinking. Galveo collected something like this. Precisely the same. And with your expert knowledge of weapons, Carson, I thought this might prove valuable. Yeah. Yes, type of arrow used in social archery. A sport. Though obviously with barb designed for a much different purpose. I was rather hoping you might say that, Carson... You see, in your absence, I discovered something of great interest. Perhaps I should say a coincidence. And that, sir? We do know that a certain lady friend of yours was formerly a British agent. Oh, yes, yes, Helena Jansen. Dropped because of double dealings with another power. Well, this is it. She's quite an expert archer. So? I can't help thinking that there's a very sinister link up here. For all her poise and fair beauty, it seems Miss Jensen is our number one rival. Was I wrong in suspecting Hetty Fitzhenry? 
And in spite of a certain respect for Helena Jensen, was she really the evil genius behind it all? But the spotlight was soon to be switched onto the person least suspected of treachery in Operation Death Ray. Undercover Carson is written by Michael Noonan and produced by Walter Pym for Art Transit.